Welcome to episode three of What Would Shay Say, where you get a little bit of education, miseducation, a little bit of information, and as well as being informed and alarmed at the same time. This is your host, Shay McNeil. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about what's going on in the United States. Now, I'm sitting outside, laying on my swing. It's a beautiful day. I see clouds in the sky. Lawnmower is being ran across the street in my neighbor's place, and you may hear traffic and cars passing by, but never mind that. We're gonna get this audio out, and I'm just gonna be out here enjoying myself. Biggest key factor we're gonna talk about today today's date of June 1st, 2020. We're gonna talk about the fact that today is the 99th anniversary of the day that the Tulsa City riots occurred, where there was a massacre of Black Wall Street. And many of you guys know uh, from my Facebook feeds, if you follow me on Instagram or whatever, that you you know how much of an advocate I am of black um, knowledge and, and being educated in itself. I'm currently reading a book called The Lies My Teacher Told Me. As an educator myself, I'm finding a lot of mishaps and misconceptions and things that have been left out of our history books and things that we haven't been privy to know about. In the wake of the George Floyd uh, situation with everything that's going on, uh, you want us to have our, you know, battles and, and things of that nature quietly. And we tried to kneel and we even ran a 2.3 mile jog for Ahmad. Uh, it's getting out of control, you know. So when you see the uncontrollable rage of the students and kids that are in this, you know, situation, living this out in the day-to-day era where you want to say they're rioters. and No, they're rebellious. Okay, they're they're rebelling. These kids are basically fed up, and you want to talk about a generation that's sick of it. Um, a lot of us, even you know, as Black people, we tend to think and criticize, even with our mind, like, "Yo, civil rights movement. This is not what we fought for." Well, these kids nowadays are not looking for the Martin Luther Kings. Okay, I heard Pastor Jamal Bryant speak on this the other day. He said that they are looking for the Malcolm X's. And the problem is that a lot of people aren't paying attention to is the fact this Black Lives Matter movement has not had any wins. If you look at the wins that have hurt, happened during civil rights movements, they boycotted the buses, you know. Um, they, they were able to get buses integrated. They segregated, you know, schools had that overturned and started integrating. They had kids and, and, and people um, sitting in on the riots, uh, sitting in the dinings, I mean, and before um, things were occurring in the integrated restaurants and, and public places. Guys, the Black Lives Matter movement has not had any triumphs from Tamar Rice to Trayvon Martin to, to Eric, you know, uh, Garner and, and everybody, Sandra Bland, like now George Floyd. All these different scenarios have not led our kids at this the millennials to anything right now so when we're critical of why they're choosing to go in they don't care about looting they don't care that you're condemning them about them stealing nikes or going in the store and grabbing things that's despicable in your opinion when you and a lot of people have not paid attention to the fact that they are an oppressed generation they have not seen these wins occur in their lifetime they keep getting their foot a foot on their neck both literally and 
figuratively. And we are not paying attention. This nation has spoken. There are things that have not occurred in this lifetime that we should as a people have seen. And so now I come back to the Tulsa massacre, the race riot and and, and things that happened. So the story goes and it's like this. 99 years ago on May the 31st and I posted a post up late last night. And just to give you, a, a, if you didn't read it, I'm just going to go ahead and go to that post and just give you the insight of what that post said. Um, so I posted on Facebook, you know, uh, the irony on May 31st, 1921, exactly 99 years ago to the date, white mobsters destroyed Greenwood, a.k.a. Black Street, Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Every single human, trust me on this. I need you to watch the first 10 minutes of episode of Watchmen on HBO to get up a trail of what was really going on and what I'm trying to say. But I have been digging, and now yesterday I was digging for pictures of the Tulsa massacre, and I realized there aren't many. No wonder, you know, this tragedy really has only to a certain point been reported around 1996 and even acknowledged that it even occurred. Um, the people who did this atrocity were never held to anything. There were two millions, uh, you know, un- two million dollars of unclaimed insurance cases that they never uh, were able to claim because they would not give them any funds for any of this stuff. So there are statutes of, although there are no statutes of limitations on murder, there are statutes of limitations on riots. So when they did not claim their monies, there were about two million or so. Could have been billion. I didn't even estimate the cost. I didn't look at the number again. But um, an estimated 300 people were killed by the time daylight hit in June 1st, 1921. I put the post up late so that I was thinking that, you know, people would wake up on June 1st, 2020. I went further to say, imagine being dragged out of your home throughout the night by thousands of murderers, judgments about the priest. But you know what? Let me mention this and let me say this because this is one of my favorite sentences. So this is what I need to tell you. So listen to this. Judgments about the present movements where rioters have burned, looted, or any other seemingly disconnected thing that's been done during these riots, the present-day riots we're having right now, should forever, or at least, I repeat, at least for today's June 1st, 2020, be reserved. Simply call this, simply recall this unjust atrocity and these three words, Black Wall Street. Planes literally bombed this safe haven. Now, where did they get the planes from? You know, the government was in cahoots with this. This happened, happened uh, during a time where the backstory is this kid was in an elevator and, you know, you got this situation where the lady was in the elevator. They said it was possible that maybe he tripped into the elevator or touched her or something. And she screamed this uh, girl and then it, it ended up with, with you know, it wasn't social media at the time, but the word of mouth was, oh, she was raped. It turned into this bullcrap story where she later, you know, dropped her defenses. But guys, these Karens, Karens, this was a Karen in the elevator, okay? This Karen decided to say this guy did this to her. So now, you know, chaos is pretty much erupting because now the, the, the mob, the, 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 the white people right now, they want him. So they go and they proclaim that he comes, you know, out and they uh, arrest him and they're at the county uh, courthouse or wherever the courthouse was in Tulsa and the city court and and, and they demand that he comes out. The mob goes there and they demand he comes out. But you know who shows up also? Tulsa, Black Wall Street Army. They had their own army, y'all. These people were equipped and knowledge to know that we need to defend ourselves. So, yes, they had their rifles. They had their guns, too. You have guns. We have guns. What's up? What you want to do? 
unfortunately they were outnumbered by things that happened because when this occurred the word on the street was something happened where it was a scuffle or whatever now I've only heard this story in it once that there was a rough uh, scuffle and, and a gun went off and all this other stuff and they tried to make the black people the aggressor but we know we know we know the truth so they tried to make the blacks the aggressors in one of the stories that I heard but for the most part a whistle or something went off like an alarm and then the people tried to start barricading and bombing um not barricading bombing but like trying to force themselves into greenwood really it was applied on the jealousy that was happening throughout the white community for this and so they said that she was pretty much set in place like a you know instigator to go ahead and be in the elevator at a certain point in time and pretend that this happened um, she let out a scream on the elevator he took off and, and ran away out of the elevator so with that being said you know he was probably fearful of his life um but you see the numbers they said 300 people died okay so this is my question the fine people of greenwood went to bed on may 31st 1921 and they woke up to death and destruction by hundreds of thugs on June 1st. Yeah, some things have been destroyed, but riddle me this. Have people been dragged out of their homes? Have 300 people been killed? You know the answer to that. You know that answer, okay? And, and the thing is, like I think about so many of the young kids. I have a 19-year-old son. And, you know, I, of course, I didn't let him you know go down there he had to work or whatever but there has been protests all over this nation protest rages for the fifth night across america you got washington dc la um you know minneapolis atlanta uh nashville and and, and what's going on with nashville has a lot to do with brianna taylor who was killed in her home an emergency worker who was killed an essential worker during this covid19 crisis not to even mention that America is suffering from racism. It's called COVID-12 is what I saw something on a post the other day. Like, we have an issue with the cops. And so let's not keep our mind off of that because these cities are erupted because they're tired. Okay? This is New York City. Okay? New York City is protested. Um, I think I did a couple of screenshots of all the cities that have protested. So I'm going to go ahead and pull that up real quick while I'm talking. But guys, please be mindful. Those of you who are confused as to why, you know, all the vandalism is happening, all the kids are happening. These kids don't have any wins. They have nothing to lose. You not listening to them is letting them know you cannot appreciate a Colin Kaepernick Neal. So this is your result. Since you couldn't appreciate the Colin Kaepernick Neal, now look at what we got to deal with. We have to deal with this because you can appreciate the kneel, the silent protest of Colin Kaepernick to say, let's make a change. So now you want to appreciate the silent kneeling. You need to apologize to Cap. There are so many people who need to apologize to Colin Kaepernick right now. Like you need to set up a post to say, you know what? I am apologetic for the way I disrespected Colin Kaepernick, thinking that his kneeling as a flag or a song came on that he was doing the wrong thing in this nation because he decided to kneel but you do not do anything you, you you speak tons when someone kneels but not for when a person kneeled and killed so we kneel with the flag because a song came on we're talking and raising awareness about police brutality but when a police officer fatally kills 
another human you don't need um another good thing to actually mention during this podcast um and and i'm gonna go back to the cities but there was a uh police officer who said if you don't think anything is wrong with this turn in your badge he was the um the uh deputy for a uh what was it a a a police group i'm not really sure what 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 it was i can't remember who but yeah he was definitely a police officer um and spoke that um and then i also i heard someone say telling a black man to respect cops so they don't get killed it's like telling white women i mean telling women to dress appropriate so they don't get raped Okay. They don't cops don't care about our black men when they see them. They don't think about them and, and try to worry about what they're bringing to the table when they're arresting them. Oh, this is a fine gentleman. They only see threat. They only see fear and, and they're afraid and they want to do something to cause the situation so that they may arrest them on purpose. And our bo- our boys have to be really smart about not getting arrested, but they can do everything right and still get arrested. Last night, the two cops were fired that pulled the uh, two teen, the two uh, students, the Morehouse and Spellman, a couple out of the car. Many more need to be fired in regards to that situation, as far as I can see, because it was too many people bothering them. Past curfew, the first night of implementation. Mary Keisha Lance Bottoms was quick to go ahead and do a swift arrest. But let's talk about the protests, the George Floyd protests. We got protests here in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Georgia has been protesting and I actually for one was kind of disappointed in how Georgia started. I think they first started the first night of the crazy uh, kind of responses because I think our cops actually were doing a good job at the time. I can't really say that anymore after they pulled a girl out of the car. I can, I can waver on both of these issues every day. Um, but there were protests. I'm going to go up the coast. Protests in Richmond. Protests in New York City. They had protests in Boston. Okay, Boston. All right, Knoxville, Tennessee had a uh, protest in Louisville, Kentucky. There were protests. You got protests in Nashville, like I mentioned earlier. um, Detroit, okay, Cincinnati, Ohio, and also in Cleveland. Minneapolis, um, Milwaukee, um, Indianapolis, Chicago, Des Moines, Idaho. I mean, Des Moines, Iowa, Iowa. And look at that stuff too quick. Okay, Des Moines, Iowa. Um, Lincoln, Nebraska. We got protests in Denver, Kansas City. Okay, Austin, Texas, Dallas, Texas. Um, I'm sure something's been going on in Houston, but for some reason this one isn't marked. Um, we got Phoenix, Arizona, Los Angeles, California, Oakland, and San Jose. It's a lot of stuff been going on out there. Eugene, Oregon, Portland, Oregon. Uh-huh. I saw a couple of things going on in Portland and Seattle also. So the unrest and things that are happening in Seattle are really, I mean, in the world, in this nation. Uh, we got protests over in London and Berlin. Not Berlin. It was London and some other place i can't even remember what was it what was it all right but anyways i'm gonna go back to this uh events of the money that i mentioned earlier so i want to correct myself this is a two billion is it billion or that's okay that's still two million 
Okay, so it was a two million uh, seven hundred nineteen thousand seven hundred forty-five dollars of unclaimed insurance from unpaid oh unpaid financial claims. So claims that were filed and unpaid that went through with the Tulsa um, city massacre. Okay, so he allegedly. You know, the kid allegedly tripped into her, bumped into her, claimed the assault. Um, his name was Dick Rowland, and he was just a teenager, a shoe shiner. And they, they made this arrest. And it was the impetus of the, you know, massacre. And being 19 years old, and this girl, I think she was like 17. Okay, but she eventually declined to, to prosecute and go forth. Okay? And so the arrest was prompted all of this okay so when when you look at everything she later just you know she she recanted she decided not to press charges but it, it was too late all of Tulsa was lost because of this woman this black Wall Street was gone and we've never got back to anything comparable when I say anything comparable all right so just as a side my friend posted that uh, attention Atlanta if you have a loved one who's been arrested for protesting please DM at work when celebrate that's W-O-R-K when W-I-N celebrate C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E we have bail money and lawyers standing by to help so if you got someone that's really in need because of this situation you know you got things happening make sure you do that alright so I want to leave you know with this podcast right now we've we've got enough time on it but saying i'm gonna leave you with a post that i saw on twitter by nikki d pony so it's at nikki pony all right saying all lives matter as a response to black lives matter is like saying the police department and the fire department should just spray down all houses in a neighborhood even though only one house is on fire because all houses matter yes your house matters too but is your house on fire your house matters too but your house is not on fire guys of other ethnicities we love you as well you should go and help and do what you got to do make sure you say something staying silent hurts your back your black friends they see when you're silent about that but you're vocal about the kneeling that happens with cap we know what's going on we've watched my friends that have come to me to say something to me whether it's i'm sorry or I hope you know you and your son can 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 live this world peacefully or just being supportive and saying I am so sorry. I had a friend just reach out to me, just shout out to my girl Chloe Dale, who who is always instrumental in just being a wonderful soul on this earth. She uh, said to me the other day, uh, she was down by the governor's mansion, well, because she lives there, you know, it's where money is and stuff, and people with money live near the governor's mansion. But anyways, she was saying that there are tons of kids who party out there all the time, and the protesters' cars were getting towed that night because they were out. It wasn't a curfew night, I don't think, but either ways, these guys are just always doing things to incite and provoke and, and whatever. So if 
you see differences in the world, you acknowledge them. If you see a change in ways things are, then you say this. White privilege is real and it is not to be ignored. And it is, as Lizzo said, not our job to explain what white privileges is um, or you live them. You know what they are. You enjoy them every day. You you get to benefit from them. And if you don't know what it is, you go ahead and you look up a book. But there are many people of color who've experienced, um, you know, differences in the way that they were treated throughout this world and if you're wondering why people are tired we're tired um people are tired because of the things that you've done to keep your foot on our necks um we'll never understand how you know people could just remain silent every single time somebody's killed you know but as soon as a protester or somebody responds then they act a fool you know you know, and I just want to be proud of the people who have been going out there and your kids that are going out there. And, you know, over the last few days and years, you know, people around the country, you know, are trying to reach younger generations and tell them that, you know, we got to do this a better way. But guess what? None of those ways work. None of those ways work. Okay. <sighs> Last but not least, I'm going to leave you with this. Um, everybody's saying, you know, we want to focus on peace. We want to focus on things. Um, everybody want to focus on paying attention. Um, a lot of people saying that they understand different things, you know. We've been told to stop making this about race and, you know, you're just playing the race cards. But, you know, none of this stuff comes when it's the, it's never been the other way around. We haven't had any wins. It is not the other way around, okay? We don't have any wins to enjoy. We have nothing, okay? And I will tell the kids, if you can stop writing or whatever, then you do. But I'm also the ones who knows that there are tons of people who don't know any other way. And they're voicing their frustrations and you're not listening. You're not listening. Okay? So just make sure you listen. Make sure you listen. Pick a side. So last Thursday I said this, you know, pick a side. We're tired. No, I said pick a side. We tired. And yes, we tied, not we're tired. It's an African-American colloquialism that officially announces we're done, done. Take it how you want to. Do not ask why we're angry enough to throw a brick or burn down a building. But the truth is, I've seen bricks around, like in slabs. So who's putting those there? Provocateurs. You know, when the truth is, you don't get to question the mental anguish or the illness and traumas that we've suffered from your families. When I say your families, you know who you are. We have oppressors and colonizers all around this world who've done this to black people and people of color, indigenous people for a very long time. So shout out to all the other ethnicities that are in fact speaking up and showing solidarity. Um, I see you. People see you. We understand. We love it. We thank you so much. But if you're tired of seeing it, we're tired of living it. This concludes the episode for What Would Shay Say on this day. Acknowledge that 99 years silent protests silent thoughts today for those that were lost in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1921.
99 years ago.